At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Bet Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in. It is hour number two of VSN Bet Center on a Saturday night, both from here in downtown Las Vegas, where I am, Ben Wilson, with you on VSN, the Sports Betting Network, as well as Denver, Colorado, where we're joined by our special uh, guest host here, Holden Kushner, locking it down in Denver, Colorado, host of the Denver CityCast. Uh, one of our several CityCasts we have with our partnership through Bet Rivers, filling in for uh, Jeff Parles tonight. Uh, hold on, I, as we get to the 10 o'clock hour on the East Coast, normally, as we've been doing all fall, it's that time to you know get some chase bets in. You know, the Hawaii game, your Pac-12 after dark. This is usually the time to do it, but with no college football, this is our one kind of uh, football dead week here. We will have the bowl game starting next week. We'll also have NFL on Saturday night starting next week as well. But I understand, though, it's, it's time to get some college hoops, some late-night plays in. And you, my friend, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're man after my own heart, going deep down the college basketball card. So before we get into our NFL previews, which we will do here momentarily, what do you got for the people on our late-night college hoops card? Well, you know this. You get an edge when you bet the smaller conferences. The books just don't do as good a job. They, I don't want to say they don't care as much, but they don't care as much. We got Idaho and Cal State Bakersfield. Um, Idaho's pretty dangerous, man. They've got good guard play. I get it. I was shocked. They beat South Dakota State by 14. I lost some money on that game. Uh, Cal State, you know, defensive team, lockdown team. They held Boise State to 22.4% shooting in that 46-39 win. I'll take a little Idaho. I'll take a little dip on a little sprinkle on Idaho tonight uh, at the 12 and a half. And then Utah Valley and Wyoming. Uh, Valley is scoring almost 75 points per game. Their defense has given up 61 points per game. They've won seven of eight, but they don't shoot well from three. And by the way, for those of you that are a little bit older and remember Mark Madsen, who played in the NBA, I think he played at Stanford. He had one of the worst dances in the history of the world when the Lakers won a championship. If you haven't seen it, go to YouTube, type type in Madden and, uh, and, and Lakers championship. You will see one of the worst moves in the history of the world. Uh, they don't shoot well from three. They're well coached, though. Wyoming, eight and one. Um, they're five and two and one against the spread. I'm not as big of a trends guy, but I have seen what I've liked out of Wyoming, averaging 80 points per game. They are a very, very good team at home, and I like them laying the eight tonight. I, I love it. Take a little piece of the Vandals. Take a little Cowboys tonight. Van, Vandal Cowboy. Let's go on the late night uh, college basketball yeah. card. Uh, yeah. Utah, Utah Valley had that big upset win over uh, BYU in a true home game and then uh, fell flat in their face earlier in the week, yep. lost at Southern Utah 
Uh, it, Mark Madsen, he's, he's been one of those uh, young, up-and-coming college basketball coaches, as, as, as weird as that is to say, but he's done a pretty good job there. Uh, now, I believe, his third year at Utah Valley. So I, I love it, uh, giving, giving out the, the deep card numbers. Uh, by the way, the closing line on Houston, Alabama, that's our marquee college hoops game of the night, going to close either three or three-and-a-half. A couple books did take some uh, late Bama money. Your total anywhere from 145-and-a-half to 146. And our marquee game's in progress that uh, we will mention very quickly. Great start for UCLA on the road against Marquette. 26-10 out of the gates. 6-18 to go in the first half. They were laying 6.5 or 7. So clearly the time change with the flight being delayed due to weather for UCLA into frigid Milwaukee has uh, has paid off for the Bruins. And uh, and then in the rivalry game, uh, still no brawl to be had, and probably because this game isn't that close. Xavier in the, uh, the Crosstown Classic is up now 46-29 at the under-16 media timeout in our second half, laying six and a half. Uh, this game, you see the live uh, total now as well. Sitting at 130, this thing closed in the 133.5 to 134.5 range. So we will we will see if there's any value to be had on the late night uh, card here. Looking to get in on some in-game action. We'll keep you posted as well on the other marquee NBA games we talked about earlier with a couple games at the half. Steph Curry, two three-pointers tonight for the Warriors, needing eight now to pass Ray Allen for the all-time three-point mark. However, Holden, it's time to transition into the National Football League for week number 14. And as, as tradition on this show, not only do we break down every game on the card, but we also take a look through the lens of one of the biggest contests here in Nevada. There's really two big ones, the Westgate Super Contest as well as the Circa Millions, which is hosted here right behind me at the Circa Sportsbook. And uh, for the millions, what we like to do, we take a look because they release the selection counts for week 14 at 3 o'clock Pacific time on Saturday. Great time-honored tradition that uh, Derek Stevens and Jeff Benson uh, from Circa, they do that here on our Pro Football Blitz show that, that we had on before us with Brady Cannon, James Salinas. So now what we do, we come in, Holden, we take a look at the first, the top five most popular selections and decide are we fading these or are we following as a, as a way of looking, all right, where are people playing at these in the contest? How does that evaluate? And how does that change maybe how we're looking at these games, if at all? And how do we how do we see these games playing out? So let's begin with our number one most selected game. And that is the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys. Washington in the contest getting four and a half points. You will see a theme with some of these holding where a lot of it is just a play on a number. Some of it is uh, just a, a truly popular play, and this this is one of those of the latter where just a lot of people have been on Washington for some time, having won the four straight games to get them back into playoff consideration. The current sixth seed in the NFC, 1,234 selections uh, in the contest. And this is one of the lines, though, that is still four and a half, essentially market-wide. So taking on a Dallas team that's two and three in their last five since Dak Prescott's return from injury, do have some extra rest. They won the Thursday night game in New Orleans, by 10 over a, a Saints team that, uh, that that had some quarterback issues, to, uh, to put it lightly, as we, uh, we, we saw the injury there in, in the middle of that game at the quarterback spot with Taysom Hill. Uh, what do you make, though, of, of a game like this where Mike McCarthy comes out, says, we are going to win the game? Usually not something that is advised for a head coach midweek, but he did it. He's Mike McCarthy. He's not afraid to put statements out there like that. Uh, and the Cowboys going in to Landover to take on the Washington football team. Are you riding with the, what, what a lot of people, over 1,200 of them in the Circa Millions are doing this week? It's an uncomfortable bet. Uh, I, I guess they're just riding a streak, right? So Washington's already without Chase Young, and now they got Montez Sweat on the COVID list. So they're missing two big, big bodies over there defensively. They're 30th. Washington is 30th. Def defensively in DVOA. So they might have some issues with this Cowboys offense. That being said, let's go look at the Cowboys side of thing. Uh, Zeke Elliott's knee is bothering him. We may not have see Tony Pollard. So there might be a big workload for Dak Prescott this week. I think he can dissect this zone. I think this is also going to be a very tough game. Uh, it's one that personally I would pass, but if I had a lean, I mean, four and a half points going on the road for the Cowboys in the division. That does seem like it's a little heavy for me, Ben. How about you? I Look, I feel the same way. One that, uh, and some, you know, sometimes too, I guess this is one of the weird things, like when you you know work at a network like VEASAN and you, you were on shows every day talking about, about all these games. 
I, I did not hear much support throughout the week for Dallas, just in, in the general sports media space and, and in the betting space as well. It just has that feel like the very trendy pick this week is going to be on Washington, which is why this would be a stay away for me. If you're making me pick a side, I would follow what uh, the people in the Circa Millions are doing. But in my own contest entry, seeing this, I am glad I did not put Washington uh, in the entry. Uh, you mentioned holding the 30th ranked DVOA on the season. And I've heard a lot of uh, you know, the case being made like, all right, well, now that Chase Young has been out, you could make the case they've actually been better without him because of how much freelancing he's been doing for the Washington defense. If you actually look, though, and certain, you know, I look at a lot of the metrics I look at are the early down success rate since that does tell you a lot about, all right, just from the both offensive and defensive side of the ball on offense, are you getting yourself in third and manageables or, or ultimately avoiding third downs altogether? Defensively, are you doing the same thing? Are you forcing uh, opposing offenses into third and longs? Washington has been a bottom three team defending the pass over the last five weeks. So basically since Chase Young has left on the pass on early downs, they've been well below average against the rush. So to me, that seems like just a, a convenient misnomer and, and quick, a quick trigger thing to go to, to try and find a, a reason for why this Washington team has looked so much better since it's bye week and ultimately hold it. It's to me, it's, this is a long season. Ron Rivera is a respected head coach who is not going to let his team simply fold and go down a 3-14 and 14 type path. Certainly playing well, but they've won their last two games by two points against teams who are probably not going to be in the playoff mix at the end of the day in Seattle and the Raiders. Uh, and uh, having the rest disadvantage here, I would not be surprised whatsoever if Dallas came in and in somewhat of a statement game, not getting much market support on the road, uh, came out and won this game uh, by a touchdown or more. So for me, and a couple of those reasons, it is... A stay away, even though I still have some questions about the health of Dak Prescott. I don't know how, how you feel having watched him, but while it's hard to really quantify on the stats, he certainly hasn't looked like himself just from a mobility standpoint uh, since his return from injury. Yeah, no question about it, but let's remember this too. This is a Dallas team that leads the league in yards per game, 416, and for the first time this year, they've got their three big wideouts. Guess who's there? Cooper, Lamb, Gallup. I actually am looking at the team total right now. I've been staring at it all week at 26 and a half, but as far as the side in this one, it's a pass for me. Now Prescott last five games, seven touchdowns, five picks. Uh, and look, what, what this game will come down to is <laughs> Dallas's efficiency on third downs. They were tremendous. The first seven weeks, 56% since Prescott's returned 31% on third downs. And uh, look, I mean, when you have Mike McCarthy as a coach, he's been, uh, he's made some baffling decisions in game at times. I, you know, I, I had, I did play Dallas in a, in the contest last week, Holden, just because it was full rest off of the Thursday game. And I look, I'll be honest yep. with you. I had a little more confidence in the fact that Mike McCarthy was not actually on the sidelines coaching. I don't know if that's just me being, you know, me being uh, a psycho is a better, but I truly was like, you know what? No McCarthy involved in this game. I'm in. Give me the Dan Quinn led Dallas Cowboys. So, I, you know, I don't know how you feel about McCarthy from the in-game uh, perspective here, but that was at least enough to get me over the, over the, over the end line on Dallas this past week. Don't think I'm going to touch this game from my actual wallet this week, even though, again, if I had to pick, I'd go Washington here. I mean, how many coaches are good in-game besides for Belichick? Let's, let's just be honest. They all stink. You know, they all make these mistakes. They're all bad at time management. McCarthy I mean, he's trying to be more analytical. I feel like he maybe pushes it, pushes the button a little too hard, though, and goes above and beyond from time to time. But I don't think you can quantify somebody that brings a new culture into a building. And I honest to God think that Mike McCarthy's done that. Horrible in-game coach, but I feel like they're in a better spot with him. He's like the uh, the how do you do fellow kids of the uh, of the NFL in-game coaches. I'll, what I'll say on McCarthy. All right, more NFL when we return. We'll talk Bills Bucks on the other side here on Vsin Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play. This is Bet Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSN Bull Betting Guide is coming out on Monday with everything you need to bet smarter on every bull game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on every bull game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge, whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops Monday, so make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back in. It is VSIN Bet Center live from downtown Las Vegas. Ben Wilson with you as well as in Denver, Colorado, joined by Holden Kushner on this Saturday night. And uh, Holden, man, we've got a lot to discuss here in the NFL. We just mentioned our first most popular pick in the Circa Millions consensus lines for week number 14. That was the Washington football team at plus four and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. Number two uh, is is a game I, I at least am involved in from the contest perspective. I don't know that I'm going to actually dive into this with uh, with the wallet here because I'm not sure what to expect. Bills and Bucks. Bills plus three and a half is your second most popular pick as uh, we play the old fade or follow game here. Uh, so, and looking at this market wide, it is still for the most part out there in the market. Uh, three and a half. So there is some juice on the underdog. Bills right now in a lot of the shops. I see some three and a halfs even money uh, here on Tampa. So this is trending towards that key number. In some faraway places offshore, you do have this down to Tampa minus three with juice on the favorites, especially after what we saw holding Monday night out of Buffalo in losing in the fashion that they did to the New England Patriots at home amidst the crazy win game in Buffalo. What sort of response do you expect out of Sean McDermott's team going down now to Tampa and what will be your total polar opposite from a weather perspective, warm weather game against Tom Brady and the Bucks returning home there tomorrow? Yeah, I think there's going to be a problem here for Buffalo once again. This was supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. They just don't have a run game. And unfortunately for them, too, they can really get beat by the tight end position. What do the Bucs do well? They throw to Gronkowski. All right, Gronkowski, Godwin. But Gronkowski, I think, could eat this zone alive. The Patriots just had the blueprint last week. Now, it was re- it, that that is not... Nothing that we're going to see going forward with 50-mile-an-hour wins. But I think they went out there. They went big. They beat the hell out of the Bills. And I think we see that this week, too. Now, the Bills do a very nice job of stopping the run. So I think Brady has a big day here. I think Gronk has a nice day, too. Over 49 and a half yards for me there. And I didn't like the hook. But when I saw it, it went back down to three. Bucks minus three is the play here this week. And let's not forget, though, Tom Brady and this Bucks team, they had a couple of down games, but I feel like after watching them last week and, and them just hammering Atlanta, and Atlanta's not a good team, not a good defense, I get it. I feel like they're back on track right now, and I feel pretty strong about the Bucks. Yeah, you think about where you see the betting analysis and where these two teams are at. Uh, two of the top three teams in total DVOA on the season uh, with, with Buffalo coming off of that game. Uh, there has also been some some gaining momentum hold into the thought that could a ticket on Buffalo to miss the playoffs actually be a, a value play right now behind us at circuits plus 325 
in the market, it's been in the five to one or higher range as of late, and, and you can still get some pretty good numbers on that. And, and there is, there's been so much negativity surrounding this Buffalo team, especially how they fell flat in the Monday night game. Uh, at least from, from my perspective, I don't take much away from a game like that that was played in such unique polarizing and truly a polar conditions in Buffalo with the wind and, and how just unique of a game plan that had to be carried out. Certainly the lack of physicality concerns me about Buffalo going forward. Uh, I'm, I'm also though concerned in what I've seen out of the Tampa side where they have struggled against teams that are in current playoff condition. They've, they've really beat up and destroyed on some of these bad teams. They're a perfect five and zero at home Four of those wins have been uh, against the cupcakes of the league, destroyed Atlanta at home and back in week two had the absolute destruction of Chicago 38-3 had the Monday night game where they rolled over the Giants but one and four against the spread against teams currently in the playoff picture so I, to, to me the way you ha- have to handicap this is which of these teams are are you trusting in more right at this moment I'm not really trusting Tampa I also I'm not really sure what to make of Buffalo I think there's a case to be made that you know what taking a flyer on the no to for Buffalo to miss the playoffs at a juicy plus price might not be the worst play in the world here I don't know if that's something you've gotten into as far as these in-season futures. I've made a couple of plays in season. I've not made any futures on uh, on Buffalo, by the way. Uh, but is that a, is that a logical uh, you know logical path here for Buffalo now that we're into the final uh, five weeks? Is that a, a flyer you'd be willing to take a shot on? I mean, that's a value bet right there. Um, it's it's not a bet that I feel great in. Let's just say Buffalo does lose this week. They're seven and six. I mean, are the, are, are the Dolphins cat? There's seven teams that make the playoffs too. Let's remember that. So are the Dolphins catching them? Even if they win this week, they'd be 500. The Raiders and the Broncos, six and six. Do you feel like they're going to beat uh, or, or get or leapfrog Buffalo? I don't see that happening. Steelers, Browns, I don't see it happening. Uh, the Colts, the Titans, Maybe either the Ravens or Bengals because the Ravens, when we get to that game, boy, I got a lot, a lot <laughs> on my mind about the Ravens, the chiefs, the chargers, the Patriots. Yeah. I, I would not make that bet, but if you like value betting, that's probably a nice number. Yeah. I, look, I, I'm not and there's a look at the schedule. And when you have games like home, when you have home games against the Panthers, Falcons and jets, it, it's really, it, you know, it, it's one of those where we, we get into the you know, the general mindset of a team and thinking about, all right, th- this team looks broken. They had, had the loss at the Jaguars and then the back-to-back home losses against Indianapolis and, and New England certainly looked bad on the road earlier in the year in the primetime spot against Tennessee. But t- to me, it kind of highlights a position where sometimes we, we, we get a little bit uh, closed-minded and we, we avoid looking at the big picture and thinking like, you know what, that, you know, sure, on the, like you say, value play, Definitely a, a spot you could take a shot there on Buffalo. They're still going to make the playoffs. And against Tampa Bay, what what interests me about a game like this is very quietly, we've seen this Tampa Bay defense. You mentioned on the offensive side how they have gotten healthy, healthier, especially with Rob Gronkowski coming back. Really at this point now for Tampa, only without Antonio Brown serving a suspension. Uh, they have a couple of guys questionable. The center, Ryan Jensen, who is a big injury thing to track for tomorrow. He did at least get on the practice field Friday with an ankle injury, but is questionable. But to me, holding very quietly, and I mean, first, it was very loudly at the start of the year, but we have seen this defense continue to get battered and broken down as they've had to shuffle bodies in and out of the lineup. And more guys are, are out or questionable coming into this, including Jamel Dean, who has been sidelined with a concussion as one of their top corners. He'll be without Jordan Whitehead, the free safety. And the defensive advanced numbers have, they have not really fallen off a cliff. It does, I think, speak to the overall scheme of Bruce Arians as a, as a defensive guy, you know, leading a defensive thing first and, and, and having such a, you know, a good sense of both sides of the ball, but eighth in defensive DVOA, they've really fallen off though, to being a mid tier team again in early downs, defending the pass and as well against the run. I, I, I just wonder, Holden, if, if Sean McDermott and Buffalo, after how they went all in on the run in the bad conditions and how much they struggled and with how much that has been an identity of their team struggling to run the ball, I truly wonder if against a battered Tampa secondary, if they just don't go all out and say, you know what, Josh Allen, we're going to throw the ball 50 plus times a game and we don't care. We're basically going to do the Dallas Cowboys strategy from opening night where they abandoned the run and it nearly worked in the two point loss. So that's why for me, the hook is very intriguing. And if anything, I would actually go with Buffalo at the hook, but it's why I don't want to have a real money bet on this game. If anything, I would be looking to the prop market, high total, highest total on the board. So I don't want to go over there. But I'm curious your thoughts on that. If we see maybe an Allen passing prop or an Allen attempts prop, which again, don't really exist out here, but I know they do where you're at uh, there in Denver. 
Yeah, I really dug into this thing. And like I said, the two plays from this one are going to be the Bucks minus three, and then the Gronkowski. If you guys have the player props on Gronkowski, I think 49 and a half, 49 and a half is where I got it. I think 50 and a half would even be good there because he just goes out and he gets 50 and a touchdown. It seems like every single game. And again, there'll be a zone here. He could sit down in the zone. Maybe even OJ Howard has a little game too. Who knows? Great. I should say, you know, the, the, the tight ends, the guys like Godwin that can find and sit down in the zone. To me, Tom Brady has a really nice game here. I think this offense is going to be going. And you know what? You're right. There are some deficiencies and some shorter cornerbacks uh, and some injuries with the Bucks in their secondary. So maybe the total would be a look, but that's not what popped to me. Again, the side and the Gronk prop is what popped to me right now. And you made some very good points about that Tampa Bay defense too. And yeah, and again, from the total, I, you're all, I'm always avoiding the highest total on the board going over and the lowest total going under. It just, it's just one of those yeah. principal things for me. So like, I'm not running to the window to bet over uh, 53 and a half in a game like this, but that is, that is to me, the, the logical step for Sean McDermott in a game where his team has its back against the wall. He comes out and just throws it a ton uh, with, with Josh Allen. So we'll see what we get out of that uh, tomorrow. And just as far as the Bucks' perspective long term, there's you know there's the thought you have Arizona at the top, who a game we're going to talk about next. Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa, the Rams. How do you how do you see the defending champs right now from the the futures perspective here holding this week? Come into Week 14, obviously the home stretch. This was the stretch last year where we saw Tampa really explode and go on their run. Yeah, I thought Tampa really won that Super Bowl last year because of their defense. And their defense got hot at the right time. So Tampa Bay is going to be in the mix. I still think the Rams are going to be in the mix. I still think that Arizona can take this thing if Kyler Murray stays healthy. But he has to. The big it. He has to. We can talk about uh, that a little more later. Speaking of those two teams, you know, how about we just do it next? Cardinals Rams. That's a pretty big game, Uh, and that is in the Circa Millions consensus. So we will discuss it. The Monday night game, which we break down on the other side as we continue rolling along every game on the Week 14 slate in the NFL, right here on Veasan Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSN Holiday Offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 mid-season football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry! This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe as we are back it's vcin bet center on a saturday night back alongside holden kushner joining us from denver colorado host of our denver city cast through bet rivers i'm ben wilson here at the circuit sportsbook studios in downtown las vegas uh one bet you came out uh, you came out firing holden you were two and zero to start with i mean obviously coming into the show with your bets earlier today and then steph no, curry what uh, happens. steph curry was like you know what holden uh, his first time being on you know on our on a full show on VEASAN. Like, I'm going to show this guy who's boss. And he has decided to not score in the second half. Steph Curry now 5 of 14 for the game. So I know you got in on his in-game uh, player prop over there. But still, st- man, stuck on 15. Just two threes tonight, two for eight. So it is not going to be the yeah. night for Steph Curry to break Ray Allen's uh, three-point record, as you see now. The updated score and live lines. Uh, Warriors down by three here, Holden, with uh, about nine minutes to go. Yeah, my 2-0 and o before the show doesn't count. Because I wasn't on the show. We just do show bets here. So that's going to be a bad bet. That's going to end up losing. Um, you know, who, who predicts that the guy's going to get a goose egg in the second half, though? How often does that happen? Seriously. So sometimes you just take your lumps. He's been stuck on 15 points for the whole second half. And what are we down to? 944 left in this game. Yeah, might as well punt that one. We'll move on to the next one. Uh, bad one. Bad, bad, bad bet. Bad holder. No, don't, so, don't, 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 on the don't, show, don't, I'm already no. going to lay down. I rarely lay down on a bet unless this thing goes to triple overtime. No chance of covering my friend. Don't be too hard on yourself. I mean, uh, Jeff and I last week were sitting here. I'm making an impassioned case for the over in, uh, in USC Cal. I'm like the game literally means nothing to both teams. Like it means nothing. There's going to be no defense. And it was like 24, 14. Uh, in a game total that I think I think we had it at 57 the over and we're just like it happens. Yeah, hey, we're idiots. Uh, we don't. Yeah, it's hard, hard to hard to bat a thousand. 
Uh, speaking of the other in-game stuff right now, great, uh, great game back and forth right now down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama on top of Houston 22-17 about midway through the first half. That is the marquee game of the night. 14th-ranked Houston, a final 14 from a year ago against ninth-ranked Alabama, also off a deep NCAA tournament run and uh, holding both of these teams coming in with just the one loss. Kind of a classic case of with how tight this has been played so far, Probably, at least if you're wanting to get in-game, you're not going to get a much better number than you would have pre-game just based on how this was lined with Alabama laying the three or three and a half. But things are pretty much pacing right on track, at least so far in our first 10-plus minutes. What are we looking at, about 75? I mean, the total has to be right there. Uh, 147 was where I was seeing it today. 146 and a half is what you were saying. So right around the same ballpark. And I don't have the live number in front of me, but I've got to think it's right in that neighborhood, right? It, yeah. Under it 147. Was, uh, was seeing 150 and a half here momentarily. And then uh, Bama just hit a bucket okay. and it's, it's yeah. now ticked up to about 151 and a half. So you're, you're trending slightly over again. This was, uh, this is a Houston team top three and yeah. Ken Palm adjusted defensive efficiency, Alabama, a team who is one of the, the highest tempo teams in the country and extremely efficient offensively. Uh, so a very interesting matchup tonight. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes there. Uh, the other game we were tracking, by the way, UCLA 35-21. Marquette held to just 21 points. A team, one of the fastest tempo teams in their own right. The Golden Eagles at home in frigid Milwaukee, but just 46 first-half points. And a UCLA who came in laying 6.5 or 7 all over the Golden Eagles at halftime right now. That's basically a Marquette minus a half or minus 1 for the second half. So getting roughly 13.5 or 13 for the game in that one. All right, let's transition back to our discussion on the NFL Week 14. And we go to the Monday night game because that is the third most heavily bet game, at least in the Circa Millions. And a, a consensus selection counts over 1,000 people, 1,080 to be exact, are on the Arizona Cardinals minus 2.5 in the contest. It's basically 2.5 market-wide uh, against the LA Rams in a huge game, the Week 14 Monday nighter. As you see how the total currently sits at 51 right now. Some COVID concerns here. Daryl Henderson, the running back for the Rams, is is a firm questionable right now. Not sure if he will be cleared for this game. Uh, that's that's really the big uh, question mark coming in for a, a Ram team. As well as Brian Allen, the center, who is doubtful, has not practiced so far this week. Meanwhile, you have Zach Ertz, Justin Pugh, and Byron Murphy, some some key pieces for Arizona, all questionable. But remember, day less, a, a limited day of practice compared to our Sunday games. So we'll find out more on, on those guys' statuses, you would think, uh, tomorrow. Uh, holding certainly a lot at stake for a regular season game like this one. Arizona can, can go a step further to clinching that number one seed in the NFC. Rams are trying to get back on track, tighten that NFC West race here with a few weeks to go. Uh, where are you siding on this one with uh, the cards laying two and a half at home against the Rams? Who are the Rams? Seriously, who are these guys? But they have an explosive offense, but missing Robert Woods really does seem like it was it took some of the synergy away. Defensively, all of the pieces to the puzzle are there, but they've been an enigma. So, I look at this more from what is going to happen on the Arizona side. And one more thing, you brought up the the Daryl Henderson injury. I actually think Sony Michelle is a little better fit for this offense. He's more of a one cut back. Uh, so I don't think that's a downgrade for the Rams this week. But on the Arizona side, I liken Kyler Murray to a Maserati because a Maserati's got to be fine tuned. He's got to be ninety to one hundred percent in order for him to be truly, truly great. And he wasn't early in the season. We saw it. He got injured couple of games, production was down, team didn't perform as well, although they got the win. I mean, they won without him too. This is a really good team. Uh, so Kyler is healthy. Hopkins looks like he came back this week. And if Chase Edmonds is in, boy, that's going to be a big boost too. James Conner's been terrific. Defensively, you know, this team has just gotten better just every single facet. So if I have a lean here, I would lean toward Arizona. I do not have an investment in this game though, Ben. Uh, maybe as we get closer to game time, because it's it's not a Sunday game, right? I'll probably have some plays, but right now I'm not messing with it. I do like Arizona. This will be a, a contest play for me at the two and a half. If if it was not for okay. Bill Belichick and the incredible season he has put together with a rookie quarterback in New England, uh, Cliff Kingsbury would have to be running away with the coach of the year. He's he's still the second betting favorite right now, around three to one at most shops, but. 
Belichick has been priced into the market now down to like plus 150 in the plus 175 range. That's what, and it's not just how Kingsbury has managed uh, Kyler Murray, which to me, Holden, is the most impressive part of this, where you, to, to realize that, as you pointed out, you, you understand with a guy like this who is so run, run heavy and has been prone to injury, and also we saw how it played out in this, at this stretch really last season where his productivity completely went off a cliff. It did Kyler Murray's. They were negative EPA per play essentially uh, every single game from week 11 on, which was when he first got that injury at the tail end of last season. So to have the foresight to say, you know what, we we, we are confident in Colt McCoy as a backup. We think there is a path for him forward. And to get us through that three-game stretch, which he got him through with the 2-1 and one record, to come out last week and to win the game in the manner that they did defensively, uh, shutting down the Bears. Certainly, a lot of those turnovers were, uh, were you know, self-inflicted wounds by Chicago with the four interceptions by Andy Dalton. But it, it, I, I was extremely impressed with what I saw out of Arizona last week, a team that's now third in overall defensive DVOA, third against the pass. And when you look at Matthew Stafford, and, and as you touched on it with some of the injury issues to his wide receiver core, the trust for me is not there with a the Rams team that against current playoff teams in the picture, in the current playoff picture, one and five straight up, one and five against the spread. The disrespect in the betting market to not give Arizona the full three is the biggest part about this as well. And you think about the chip on the shoulder Cliff Kingsbury has had after being dominated his first year in the league by uh, on the other side by Sean McVay. It was a statement the way they won that game in L.A. earlier this year at SoFi. And to me, this will be another statement that they make uh, on, on Monday night. So I'm all in on the on the cards here laying just the two and a half, not the full three. I like the conviction on that one, but just going forward for the Rams, the talent they have defensively, if Stafford and this running game can just get into a nice groove, not turn the ball over. I still see the Rams as a team that can run through the NFC just because their defense is so good. And we get to the playoffs. It's that much more magnified. So I'm a little down on the Rams right now. I think the prognosis for them going forward though, at more time that they have to get together, even though uh, Robert Woods isn't in there. I think that'll help him out, the talent defensively. But the fact that you're on Arizona, you feel so confident about it. I like it. I like the confidence here. So you're taking Arizona, no doubt. We're going cards. Oh, and I'll say this. I mean, like if you get, we saw our playoff picture there a moment ago. You get a, give me a, getting a Dallas Rams wildcard matchup in Jerry World. I'm probably going to be taking the Rams all day in that. It's more two of the spot right now. And my confidence level in the Cardinals, for as much as I you know, lauded the job Cliff Kingsbury has done, the odds of them actually keeping Kyler Murray healthy through an entire playoff run, Holden, I think is like 10%. They're, they're not going to be able to keep him healthy, I don't think. But in this Monday night spot where he is back and looking good after the way they worked him back in against Chicago, good spot for me. And that will be uh, a contest play on the old card there. Laying the two and a half. So we're following the Circa consensus. But don't worry, Holden. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to fade a couple of these. Don't worry. I'm not just a slave to the, you know, the, where the consensus is, uh, is at. So we're going to have more uh, and get into some of these other games next. We'll also talk some Survivor here on the other side on Visa Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of VSIN Bet Center is brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouches. Zin is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zin Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zin can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zin wherever you are. Zin's Nicotine Pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell, plus it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zin comes in two strengths. You have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zin contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 and over. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zin.com. That is Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We welcome you back. Vsin Bet Center from downtown Las Vegas. Ben Wilson with you from our Circus Sportsbook Studios and Jeff Parles. He is out this week. We've got our guy Holden Kushner laying, uh, hanging down with us in Denver, Colorado. Our, uh, one of our city cast hosts through Bet Rivers, so the Denver City Cast, and we will we can talk some Denver uh, right now. We'll talk some football uh, with you with the Denver Broncos. I know it's a team that you are you're covering week in week out on uh, your podcast, and they uh, it leads us into our Survivor talk for this week. Really hard to have a Survivor discussion at this point in the year because a you're probably knocked knocked out if you're listening to us, and if you somehow aren't, and like let's say you're in this circus Survivor. <laughs> where there's uh, 23 entries left out of more than 4,000 with the $6 million grand prize. Yeah. Uh, you probably are not listening. You're not listening to us. Let's put it that way. You have, you have more pressing things at hand trying to manage your, your entry, which currently has an intrinsec value of about uh, 260,000 uh, Holden. So I'm, I, you're not in circus survivor. You haven't just, you haven't been holding this out from us the whole time. Are you? Oh yeah. I'm definitely right there. One of the final 23, just go look my name up. All right. I'll, you know, go yeah. check it out. Oh, I'm not on the list. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I had to I do actually, a very quick I search. I Survivor. I'm yeah. a big fan. Okay, I'm a big fan of Survivor. I really am. I love it. But at this point in time of the year, you're right. Like, how many guys and ladies are left? We're down to the we're down to the nitty gritty. But we might as well play along, right? We might as well play along a little bit. Good luck back in the Broncos too. I mean, I think they win this week, but woof. You can never tell with this team. Very, very mercurial, to say the least. I, I like that word, mercurial. Now, look, nine of the ten people uh, who who did have Denver available uh, go with the Broncos. They were your leading selection, as you saw there. There were three of the uh, three mm-hmm. of the teams taken that all twenty three entrants had available to them. Four go Tennessee, two go Seattle, and uh, one taking the New Orleans Saints uh, on the road against the New York Jets. Here's the, the thing, though, holding on, on the surface with, with this Detroit-Denver game would have, to me, been gravitating certainly towards the Lions, but with the way the flu bug, it's been kind of a hybrid flu COVID bug throughout that locker room. A, a bunch of guys are missing the majority of the week with practice. 14 of the 22 starters are either questionable, doubtful, or already ruled out for this game. 21 in all were sick this week. As uh, the, the the bug just kind of battered that locker room, so, similar to what we saw last week with the Houston Texans, where they had to cancel the Wednesday practice altogether, had a bunch of guys who really didn't get any practice time at all, and even the ones who did suit up were ineffective in that blowout loss to Indianapolis. So that's the thing here. You think about a Detroit team coming off of its first win of the season, a dramatic last-second win over the Vikings at home. How much will they have in the tank now? Uh, now going to altitude, taking on Denver a team who was uh, just throttled on its Sunday night game uh, in Kansas city. That's why to, to me, I have no issue of taking Denver as much as it is hard to trust a Vic Fangio, Teddy Bridgewater led team as a large favorite. You see how this thing has been steamed all the way up to 11 and a half in the, in some of the contests, by the way, like in the Westgate super contest, this thing is eight and a half on Denver. 
Uh, but that I would have to think, well, and that's the biggest part of this handicap as far as why you would want to put them uh, Denver in Survivor. And especially if you still had them left, like I used them early in that home game against the Jets back in September when they went to 3-0. and and so I, I can see the logic there. It's more just a bet against Detroit and how banged up and battered they are with that injury bug. I mean, if there is one team that should win this week and you feel okay with in Survivor, it would be Denver. Let's face it. it. And it's more to do with the Lions than anything else. No Swift, no Jamal Williams. So they have no running game. They've got a quarterback in Jared Goff who can't push the ball down the field despite the fact the coaching staff says that they want to. Uh, Their defense can keep them in games, but I think there's a couple of things working here. Very tough week for us here in Denver. Demarius Thomas passed away just 33 years old. Very, very emotional. It's going to be a very emotional team. I look for them to come out really strong. Unfortunately, the first quarter lines... Uh, this week have just, I, I like betting on the three-way lines. You just can't get into it because everybody else notices that the lines are so mm-hmm. banged up. They know the Broncos are going to be here, but ultimately narrative street, I will go down narrative street for a second. I think Detroit's coming off. What was their Super Bowl? They finally won a game last week. They're coming out here. They're banged up. The Broncos with a terrific running game can rely on that. What they want to do is run the ball 35 times and play terrific defense. They get Bryce Callahan back on the defensive side of the ball. This is a very, very talented Broncos team. The problem is they just don't have good quarterback play, but I do think this is a matchup where Teddy Bridgewater is not going to have to make the big plays downfield, that the running game can take care of it. So it's a wonderful survivor pick. I didn't even like the Broncos at minus seven and a half. To me, the clear play early in the week, I hopped on the under 43 and a half. I hopped on again under 42 and a half. The under's got to be the play here. How do the Lions put up even 17 points? And it's not like the Broncos are an explosive offense. They might get an explosive player too. I think the only way that this total ends up going over is with a, a, a defensive special teams touchdown and another turnover deep in one of these teams' territories. So the Broncos, yeah, on the money line, no brainer. You're doing that in Survivor. I think the pick in this game, though, has got to be the unders once again. You can still get that out at 42, and you bring up a good point with with how this thing has gotten steamed up. Like, Do you really want to lay 11 and a half right now? 11 is the lowest you can get. There's our number of shops no. in the Nevada jurisdiction, but I'm with you. At 11, there's no way I'm running to the window. It's not like that really qualifies anyway in, in your teaser no. range. Not, not something it, there's too much juice when you have a money line now of over five a 500 that you're going to be throwing even in a money line parlay just doesn't make enough sense uh, to to do that to really uh, get give more value to a bet you have uh, and to say this too I mean there have been a number of Denver games I've found holding that uh, in the in-game unders have been great when you've had say like say you get like an early fluky defensive touchdown or just you know a random long uh, long play touchdown in general we saw that in the Charger Bronco game uh, from just a couple weeks ago where Teddy Bridgewater gets knocked out of that game. Drew Locke from uh, my alma mater, University of Missouri, terrible quarterback, comes into that game. Denver's up 14-0, and your in-game total was, I believe, at that time, five points higher than the original total. And that was one of those in-game unders all day. Things After that, things really slowed down, and and that went well under even the uh, the closing total there. So that I certainly can't, uh, can't go against that. There are about five totals this week, by the way, in between that 40-and-a-half to 42 so a lot of bad offenses uh, out out there this week, and uh, yeah, I look the, the Teddy Bridgewater experiment. It's been an interesting one. It, so much has been made holding about how good he is in that role of an underdog, but it's like, what do you get as soon as you flip flip the narrative and you, you go to be, being a big favorite where you're laying points, especially with what we saw last week in Kansas City? I'm not sure how anybody you could have really any any trust in them outside of you know that survivor standpoint where you've made it this far. Sure, you're you're going against the Lions. I, yeah, I wonder too. I mean, for Vic Fangio, it's it's felt this whole season like he was coaching for his job, and there was some question as to should he have even been brought back for an additional year coming into this season. From from your perspective, having followed that all year, how does this play out? Just from the long term uh, long term angle, looking at this Denver team going into twenty twenty two. I mean, I keep saying he's done, and then they pull off these wins. You know, they beat the Cowboys, then they beat the Chargers. So it doesn't make sense to me long-term that he would be here. He's not a good head coach. 
Uh, he's got a very talented crew around him. He keeps throwing uh, offensive coordinator Pat Shermer under the bus, who does deserve it, but that's just not what you do as a head coach. And here's what the damning thing was this week. There, if you watch the Kansas City-Denver game, you saw the fourth and two. There was an 11-minute drive, a fourth and two coming up. Fangio says Javante Williams was confused. We didn't know he was confused until it was too late. Then you got the offensive coordinator saying there was no confusion. There's just no cohesion between the coaching staff. There's still a shot that Teddy Bridgewater ends up being the quarterback here long for, for next year too, if they can't find somebody. But I want to go back to this total. Uh, I've been very successful betting the unders. And you, if you're going to throw a trend at me, it needs to knock me in the face hard. 10 of the 12 games have gone on 10 and two against the spread of the under uh, with the total for the Broncos and the lions play under two. And the last thing I'll say under 16 and a half, it was earlier in the week. I like that for the lions total. This is one of the last teams in the NFL, the Broncos that play more man than they do zone. And if you're playing that awful receiving core for the lions, this could be pretty nasty for this lions offense. It's going to, it should be a long day for that. Let's hope, the, let's hope Denver doesn't play a little, you know, off man coverage in the final play of the game. Like Minnesota did costing all of us money on our teasers. Let's hope we, we probably won't even get to that point. Uh, we will discuss more. We'll go back to our consensus. Take a look at some other top games in the NFL card up next on VEASAN bet center. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 